Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the What It's Life podcast. Yes, it's your boy, your host, Sensei Speeds in the building. Yes, Mr. Cronkite himself, back at you with another episode, episode 45. And I want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for pulling up. Thank you for making the What Is Life podcast a part of your daily routine, your evening routine, whenever, wherever you are listening to this podcast. Thank you. I love you. And without you, this podcast would not exist. Now, episode 45 in particular, this episode took some time to cook up because in this life, when it comes to being a man, we have so many different ideas of what a man is, what traits is a man supposed to have? Because who is a man supposed to confide to or confide in when it comes to his emotions? Naturally, you would say a man can go to his mother or a man can go to his wife. What if he has none of those? What if a man expresses his emotions in a passionate way? He's excited, throwing his arms up and down, fist pumping, woo-hoo, and high-fiving. But for some reason, that type of behavior is seen as disruptive. Or why can't a man express how he feels in a gentle, kind way. When it comes to being a man and expressing your emotions, as men, we find outlets to let out our aggression, to let out how we feel, how we process some of our thoughts. Yes, Pal Pullen is in attendance. He was like, let me pull up. Let me not miss episode 45. But yeah, as men, we try to find creative outlets. And sports is introduced to us at an early age. And we use our creativity, we use our talent, we use our gifts, our athletic ability 
in sports. So whatever your craft is, I'm sure you know as an athlete, once you're out there on that field, all your problems are non-existent. You're so focused, you're so locked in on your craft. The outside noise just doesn't matter. You're just trying to get better at your craft, your skills, and your job as a teammate to fulfill your duty and obligations to that team. But then you get so attached to that sport that becomes your identity. That becomes who you are. You let it consume you. So once high school comes and you decide to go to college to play your sport and you realize that it's time for you to hang up the cleats, put away the glove, retire that trumpet, put away those dancing shoes, What's next? Who are you then? Because when it comes to that specific sport that you played, you're the man then. You're the big guy on campus. You're used to all that love and attention. But when it's not there anymore, What do you do to restore that energy? You realize you're just lifting weights, exercising just to get better at your craft, but didn't appreciate the health benefits behind it really, truly. Or you realize that you were overstressing your muscles and that led to long term effects when it comes to your joints, when it comes to certain ligaments in your body. And then your body starts to change. You were not who you were in high school. Your perception and your idea of a man in high school is not the vision that you saw for yourself when you're 30, when you're 40, when you're 50. This can be pretty depressing because you have to find a new identity of what makes a man a man. Who does a man go to when he's lost? Does he go to his mother? Does he go to his wife? Does he go? How often can he do that? 
can a man show emotion without being labeled as weak, being labeled as soft, being labeled as gay? There's an attack on masculinity. It really is. And the reason being is because as men, we don't know how to express our emotions truly. That's why in relationships, the communication is off. Because our intentions aren't all the way there. We don't express our intent. We run game. We boost up their ego. Because for some reason, in America, we identify masculinity with how many women a man's had sex with. We identify a man with how much money he has. We identify a man by his principles. But everybody's principles and morals is different. And if there's not a clear cut, concrete definition on what it is, what it means to be a man, other than having a penis, then who is to say what a man is and who a man is supposed to be and how a man is supposed to carry themselves? Men are often looked at as leaders, but not every man is fit to lead. That's just the God honest truth. Not every man is fit to lead. Not every man can handle that pressure. Not every man can get his emotions out of the way to make a decision that is best for everyone. For example, if you're ruling over a whole community and you're making decisions based on yourself and not for the rest of the community, then good luck having a successful, peaceful Loving community. Good luck with that. This is why men 
often go to women, a woman that they can trust with problems that they have in their lives so they can help come to a solution, help alleviate the problem, help take it to another level. But for some reason, when a man sees that, he envies it, he despises it. He sees a woman helping this man further his dream. And he has the audacity to discredit his fellow brethren, his fellow brother. To discredit another man because of the helping and the backing of a woman without even knowing the situation at hand. Feeling rumors saying that, oh, he's just using her. But it's sad how jealous men can get of one another. And it's all attention-based. It's all ego-based. Because at the end of the day, all that man wants to do is, is just tell you about all the great shit that he's done, that he's built. He wants to tell you how nobody can't tell him shit. He wants to tell you how he runs everything. But the last thing that they'll tell you is literally the last thing that they'll, the last thing that they will tell you is even they, even they, have somebody to answer to. Everybody has somebody to answer to. No matter how rich you are, no matter how poor you are, you always have somebody to answer to. Just like there's somebody always above you, there's always somebody below you, but there's always somebody to the sides of you as well. So you can choose which direction you want to go. But you have somebody to answer to. And that's the last thing that that man will tell you. So is that man a real man? If he doesn't tell you why. Or how he does it? Or does it even matter? 
because a man is not here to lead per se, but a man is here to create. And if you define a man as standing on his own two feet, meaning you define a man by a person who can stand on his own two feet, then I've been a man since I was nine months old. But I'd imagine that some would say that that is a figure of speech and that that means that if you're able to stand on your own two feet, that means that you are able to gather your own food by yourself, pay your own bills, and pay where you need to stay. Some would say that's being a man. So if that's the case, you want me to be a slave. Not saying that I can't do all that is required to be a man, if that's the idea of a man. But basically, you want me to be a slave. My life's purpose is just to pay my bills and to make sure that I can be financially stable. Hoping that this job does not tank, does not fire me. So I have to be in tip-top shape, tip-top order every single time I come to work. Even though there is no job growth. Even though I'm doing the same repetitive shit, not getting any better. Because there is no growth. But I still have to come to this job and be happy as can be. Sounds like a slave to me. But that is being a man to some people. But at that job, are you able to put people in position? Are you able to really make Moves like that? Are you really the head honcho like that? Are you really the boss like that? Because at these jobs, people fall in love with titles. People love to fall in love with the manager role, supervisor role. Because that gives them a sense of power, a sense of entitlement. But at the end of the day, they still have somebody to answer to. So they can talk crazy if they want to. Just because they're a manager. Or supervisor, but they still have somebody to answer to. So does having a title make you a man? Is that what we're defining as a man now? Just because you have 
some pull at your job. You're making a higher salary now. You're making 80,000, you're making 100,000, 120,000 a year. That's what makes you a man now. If you're married or if you have kids, are you being a man because you're taking care of the kids? You're taking care of your wife. And while you're doing that, is it because you feel obligated to do it? Or is it because you're really doing it out of love? Or is it because you're doing it because you don't want to lose your wife? Are you doing it because you don't want to lose your household? You don't want to lose your comfort. Or are you really doing it for the love of your kids? Are you really doing it because you don't want to see them fail? Are you really doing it because you want to give them every opportunity to excel? Are you doing it because you want to see your wife enjoy the finer things in life that she wants to enjoy? Is it because you want to see your wife always flying first class? Is it because you want to see your wife always in the latest whips? Is it because you want to see your kids live out your dreams? Because men will leave in a heartbeat. Men would leave in a heartbeat. Some men can't be bothered being a father. Because being a father and being a man are two different things. Some men want to be showered as father of the year. Like if it wasn't for them, the kid wouldn't be successful. And some men play the background while their kid gets all the love and the limelight and the shine. Some men will say, fuck that family and go start a whole new family across town. Back in the 20s and 30s, (laughs) be down the street. It's crazy. So what makes a man a man. Now, in my 27 years of life, soon to be 28, God willing, I've learned from men who I personally consider men, and I've learned from fools. who know how to respect other men, if that makes sense. Like these men are foolish as fuck, (laughs) but they'll give you wisdom 
as to how to treat certain men of stature in class. Because the only reason that they'd know is because they've experienced the foolishness. And I've learned from men who know how to make shit move, put people in position to make shit move and function and actually thrive. Men who were able to teach me so I can teach others. Because I'm not in any type of competition with any man. I'm not, I'm not out here trying to prove anything to anybody. And there's just certain things I can't. (laughs) I just can't entertain anymore. Especially if you're not willing to help. Like if you're not going to help me get to where I need to get to, then why would I listen to you? Why would I take your advice on what it is and what it means to be a man? When all I have to do is look at everything you've told me about your life and to where it's gotten you right now, why would I want to listen to you when I have somebody who is willing to help me and guide me and give me the advice I need to get me to be from point A to point B so I can stay on plan A because there is no plan B. Because see, the problem that men have, right, is that you can't tell them shit. Every man thinks that they write. Every man thinks that they write, that their way is, and it's not that their way is not the right way, because it is right, but their way of getting there is wrong. Sometimes it's illogical. Sometimes it doesn't make sense because it's not all the way planned out. And for women in particular, they want a man who has a vision, who is a leader, so they can trust that their relationship, because it's still a ship, right? This is emotions that y'all are dealing with, that y'all are coming together with that y'all are trying to master and become a mastermind to become one union. If the woman is willing to share so much of herself like that, they want to make sure that that relationship is going to last, that it's going to have longevity. And they want to make sure that you are mentally strong enough emotionally strong enough, physically strong enough to see that relationship through. And men are looking for the same thing as well. So that's why when it comes 
to the male listening to the female because all the female wants to do is help. And sometimes females want to help in the wrong way because a man has a certain vision. And oftentimes we have some solutions, but we go to women for help to get their perspective so we can use their creativity to also further our vision because their perspective is needed. And that's why as men, we love women and we desire women because there is no creation more powerful than making a baby. But to be honest, men are scared out here. They're lost. And women are getting more in touch with their masculinity because they are finding themselves in more leadership positions. Because they know that they have to be more emotionally stable. I mean, look how many single parent homes there are. Look how many single mothers there are. They have to be strong enough to raise their sons and daughters and still have the balance to teach them the the differences between masculinity and femininity because both are needed. And being in tune with your emotions is not a bad thing as a man. That is why there's creative ways to express how you feel other than sports. Now, for me, being a man is someone that is not afraid to ask for help. That knows his purpose and grinds to get it and is committed to his grind and is willing to help and show others how to get it too. It's not about bragging about yourself. It's not about proving that you can get it on your own. It's not about none of that material shit. It's about you getting up every day and being committed to your purpose to continue to grow and develop as a man. To be there for your fellow brother and to help in any way you can. Anyway. A real man knows when to lead and knows when to fall back. And it's important to know when to fall back because sometimes you have to let your queen lead. You can't be the head honcho at all times. Man, we got to relax more, fellas. We got to stop being so paranoid. 
we got to stop being so jealous of each other. We got to come together for real. For real. And the blind has to stop leading the blind. Because y'all will have men out here feeling like, feeling like they got to compete and show the world just how much of a man they are when they really don't have to. They don't got to do any of that. Just be a good person. It's that simple. It's that simple. But that's all the time we have here for the What Is Life podcast. Episode 45. This episode took a while to cook up because I had to make sure the message was just right. I mean, I can't just be out here just giving you guys bullshit. And I had to find out what a man truly is in my life. And I had to realize if I was listening to men or if I was listening to fools. Then I had to decide who were the men and who were the fools. Because at the end of the day, you got to respect both. But there's levels. Because when you listen to a fool, sometimes you'll make foolish decisions. Me being a fool almost led me to throwing away my family. Can't be out here listening to fools. And everybody that calls you family is not family. Everybody that calls you your brother is not your brother. Everybody that calls you your friend is not your friend. Learn your friends. Learn life. That's why we got the What Is Life podcast. Man, I love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in for episode 45. I'm glad we were able to put this out. Finally, y'all just don't understand the load that is lifted. Probably should have dropped this a while ago. And then um, my life would probably be on a different course. But... It is what it is. It is what it is. Men, we got to do better. Men, we have to do better. Me trying to prove being a man had me miss out on my Aunt Sandy's birthday. And I love her to death. And like what I'm trying to do and what I'm building is... Not for me. It's not for me. It's for my family. I'm trying to build a family legacy. I love my Aunt Sandy to death. And I missed her birthday. Trying to be a man. Trying to prove to somebody that I'm a man. Sick. Sick. That's what I mean, fellas. We can't have the blind leading the blind. At the end of the day, as a man, you have to make your own decisions because you're the only one that's living your life. That man's not living your life. That man's probably had similar experiences, but he didn't respond how you responded exactly to the T, how you're going to react 
or did react in that similar situation, that similar experience. So thank you for listening to the 45th episode of the What Is Life podcast. I feel like Michael Jordan when he came back from retirement and rocked the 4-5. That's how I feel with this episode. So thank you all for listening. Thank you for liking, sharing, loving, hating, supporting the What Is Life podcast. Like I said, www.spookyvisions.com if you want to come join the conversation, come hop in these blogs, and let me know what it means to be a man. I love you guys, and stay tuned for episode 46. It's getting spooky.